This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. All right, hey, welcome to another edition here of Reinvention Radio. The gang is all back together. Yes, we are. Hello, Mary Goulet. Hello. What's up, Richie Ote? It seems like we never left, even though I know we have. <laughs> I know. Like, Woo. And then I was out for a week, and then we went to Tampa for the New Media Summit. And so it's been a while. Like, it's been three weeks since we've all been together, at least. And I don't oh, know. Right. Did you? Hmm. I feel like maybe the week we were not you all. Were. Yes. It's yeah, be a I month. feel like it's been a month. Where have I been? I don't know. I was I here last week. Well, I definitely recognize you your faces yeah. after the new media summit. I like see we were you. staring at each you. other a bunch. And I love I know you. you. I, I love you guys. Yeah. So, yeah, that was um, that was amazing. Just really, really cool and uh, and super happy that so many of you decided to join us uh, in person. It was great. It's great for us to hear your voices in our heads here as we talk to you through these microphones and imagine mm-hmm. what it is that you guys all sound like and look like. But then to be able to meet you in person and be able to hang out with you at the New Media Summit is uh, just a blast. We loved it. So New Media Summit 4 in the books and... Just time is flying by. It's hard to believe that was our fourth one and already have the fifth one scheduled for September in San Diego. So the next New Media Summit, you can come meet me and Mary and Richie. and My birthday. It's going to be your birthday weekend? Is yes. That, uh, oh, what yes. is your birthday? 16th. Oh, God. That's exactly that. So we kick off on the Mary Goulet birthday. All right. I got to make a note of that. We're going to have to do something Kelly. special. <laughs> yeah. Write that down. Kelly, write that down. Yeah, we're going to, have to do something special for you there. But um, yeah, we haven't even put tickets on sale yet for the next new media summit where you can meet 40 top podcasters and pitch us on who you are and what you do and get booked on our shows on the spot. Uh, but as soon as we do, uh, we'll let you know. But you can keep an eye on newmediasummit.net and there you'll be able to see exactly when tickets do go on sale. And we always sell out because we limit it to 150 attendees keep it as this very small intimate event mm-hmm. and uh have a rocking good time dancing hanging learning and uh well it's the only event that i know of that we give all 150 attendees the opportunity to take the microphone and pitch and share who you are and what you do and what you're up to in the world and we kind of do it the voice style and the podcasters are in the chairs and we turn around if we like the pitch and uh and you get booked right there on the spot so yeah potentially by 200 people in the audience. Well, that's you know what I mean? You're pitching. Not just the podcasters, right? Yeah, not just the 40 that are there, but also we've got so many amazing attendees as well. People who have their own podcasts, people who have their own blogs and social media channels and video followings and the like. And mm-hmm. so you not only pitch the podcasters, you're pitching the whole audience, but then we live stream the event too. So, yeah, I think, um, I forget what the exact number was, but uh, I think we were over 1,000 registrants in total, um, something like that. May, well, actually, I know who knows that answer. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say I that. know who knows that exact answer, uh, because let, let's actually just bring Kim on. <laughs> what a segue without know, trying. What a segue without trying, because we've got the I one was only, waiting for that. <laughs> I know. we got the one and only Kim Sutton on today. I'm so happy you're on. As a matter of fact, I was like, oh, my God, I don't, know, I don't think we've ever sat down with you on Reinvention Radio here. So, I know. This is my first time. It is. So the amazing Kim Sutton is joining us. And the Kim Sutton. The Kim Sutton. Literally the Kim Sutton. And so for those of you who don't know, uh, Kim has her own show, 500-plus uh, episodes strong, called Positive Productivity. 
and has a, a number of other really, really cool things going on in the world that we'll be talking about here today. Uh, but on the, on, on the team side of the equation, Kim actually is a part of this whole New Media Summit Steve Olsherland team, uh, because not only does she handle the, the whole tech side of the equation of being in FusionSoft certified and ClickFunnel expert and all that fun stuff. I mean, anything on the on the tech front, Kim does for us. Um, but also, you you were able to sit down with a lot of the people who came uh, to the the summit and kind of help them identify their biggest opportunities and where the gaps might be uh, in their business as well. So, just really cool to see you to. Well, taking it, I guess, to another level with us, you know, and, and playing with us, uh, not just, uh, of course, on the podcasting front and uh, booking people on your show at the New Media Summit, but then, of course, on the tech front and helping them with all that. And then, of course, with now being a, a part of that team as well. So how are you feeling? My mouth is still tired, <laughs> but I, I will I will be, it, yeah, if I can get past that little bit of a blurb, I will be great on here. Yeah, well, good. <laughs> So let, let's do this. So give, give folks a little bit of an understanding then of, uh, of what it is that you're doing, and then we'll talk about where you came from and the road that got you here and, and so on. But just in your own words, why don't you give folks an understanding of what Kim Sutton is up to in the world? Sure. So I'm setting up systems and support for strung out small business owners. Not, not I'm not talking about you, Steve, but uh-huh. you know, the ones that are just spending too much time in their business and need to get back to their families. Yeah, yeah, not strung out on drugs either. Yeah, Just strung out on <laughs> right? time. Yeah, I mean, you know, and and it's funny though because when you picture someone who is classically strung out, you know, just kind of that crazed, like, eh, what am I going to do, kind of thing, and it, they, well, the entrepreneurs may not be strung out by that definition of the of the term, but certainly they feel that way in terms of just running around and not knowing what to do and not knowing how to do it. So. You bring a lot of sanity to those folks. So I like the term strung out. That actually works, I think, really, really well in terms of describing who those ideal folks are for you. But I think you were a little bit strung out, so to speak, in, in your own life and trying to really figure out what what to do and, and how to do it. So take us take us way, way back to some of the early career stuff, like where where things really began for you and what you thought you wanted to do when you grew up. Sure. So I thought all as a teenager that I wanted to be an interior designer, interior architect. And I went to one of the top art schools in the country, the School of the Art Institute of Chicago. And it's so funny, isn't it, Steve? And I think, Richie, you know too, but I I worked on your mom's apartment without even knowing who she was. That's weird. I don't don't think Mary knows that story. I don't know that. that. So you got to elaborate. Yeah. So Gail... The wonderful Gail and I got together for a call and she asked me to share my background and I was sharing that uh, I had gone to school in Chicago and then I was working there for a little bit and she wanted to know where and I don't know why but my my brain went geographically so I told her where (laughs) in the city and she says oh yeah who and I told her and shout out to Eric Mullendor but I was working at his office at the exact same time as Mm. he was working on her apartment design and as soon as she said oh my gosh Eric did my apartment I saw the placard in the office with her name on it, and I remembered pulling up her drawings and working on the on CAD on That's her spooky. apartment. That's spooky. Isn't it? Spooky cool. It's very spooky cool, but yeah. so Kevin Bacon half one degrees, you know? Weird. Yeah, and Mary, that was 18 years ago. Yeah, that's a trip. Yeah, I mean, it Jeez. really is a trip. So you 
Did you actually set foot into mom's apartment or did you just work on it just on, on drawings? Just on the drawings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. But that's enough. Right. That's enough, right? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah. So then I um, moved to New York City because that's where my high school sweetheart, now ex-husband, said that I had to go. Mm. And we, you know, we had that typical oops that a lot of people get, you know, here comes child number one and moved to Ohio to be closer to his family where I ended up designing schools for I don't know, five years, Hmm. but then the economy tanked. And when you're designing K-12, all of the school work from ground up is paid for by taxpayer money, if not, you know, but also government money. But when, especially here in the Dayton area, we lost GM, we lost DHL, and people aren't so concerned about upgrading schools with air conditioning when they can't even pay their mortgage. So the bond issue stopped passing and I lost my job, but that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. So it's interesting. So I know you, I mean, there's a million different things that we could talk about. We could probably have you on 12 different episodes here talking about so all the various areas of expertise that you have. But you actually wanted to focus on on sleep deprivation, right? And, and how sleep impacts the life of, well, anyone, but specifically as an entrepreneur and, uh, you know, and someone who is really just trying to, well... For so many of us who have families and and you got to have the family responsibilities, and you're trying to burn the candle at both ends there, just how, how much sleep impacts your productivity. And, of course, that then relates back to the show that you do. But is that um, in sort of those early stages, was that when some of these sleep disordered-like conditions kind of started to kick in for you during the early stages of, of having the babies? Oh, even before the baby, Steve. Mm. So I had started in – a business by accident when I was still working full-time in interior design. It was an e-commerce shop. Richie, you and I will have to have a whole conversation about that sometime. Mm. But I was working, I li- I commuted an hour on country roads. So, you know, it's not just like your commute that you might have. But I was commuting an hour both ways and trying to run my business at night at the same time. And it just was not going well. I was sleeping until maybe, or I was staying up until 3, 4 a.m. and then having to get back up at 6. Mm. And I did not realize the effects of sleep deprivation. And I also, it was a scrapbooking business, so I had all these papers and such. And um, I just had to throw it out there. I also have a thyroid disorder. So when you combine sleep deprivation with not taking care of your thyroid, oh my gosh, it makes a big mess. So I I love to joke about it, but I was admitted to the, the mental hospital on the same day as Britney Spears because... I was hallucinating. That was sleep deprivation. Um, I was suicidal, and that was what I needed to do. I needed help. How old was the baby? See... How old was the baby at that point? Well, I had two, my two oldest. Oh, you had two I, at that point. Okay, I had two, yeah. not five. So right. they were um, they were three and six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Um, um, is that when you figured out that you've got this issue with the thyroid when you were in under 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 their care? Well, no, and I'm sort of embarrassed to say this, but I've had the disorder since birth, but mm. I never understood what all the ramifications were and what what the thyroid actually did to my body. So I'm admitted, and they check my blood, and you're you're. Thyroid levels, I'll just make this quick, are supposed to be between 0.1 and 0.2, and mine was 168. Whoa, so like, that's a little, so elevated, so actually you were producing more, whatever the thyroid, I don't even know what that, what is, what the I, is I the thyroid I don't even know, produce? but you said, um, <laughs> Mary's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, 
whatever yeah. it is, that's okay. a lot more than you're supposed to have then. So you actually had more of, so you're, so you have a hyper active. I'm actually hypo. I'm hypo. So I was, hypo. um, I was gaining weight. My hair was falling out and I just thought it was stress and working two jobs. It never occurred to me that this is my thyroid, but the doctors looked at me and they're like, you shouldn't be alive. Mm. And they didn't address the sleep, though. That's what I'm so shocked about. So anybody mm-hmm. listening, they don't address sleep. Uh, David wants to be on the show with us. That would be um, the little one. How old is that little one right now? Four. Four. Yep, uh-huh. He's one of the twins. Yep. And uh, they didn't address the sleep. They just put me on a whole bunch of drugs and didn't even address the sleep. Mm-hmm. So, so just take me back then through it. So at that point, so you're in the mental institution, you've got the two kids, you're still married to your first husband, you had two yeah. jobs and obviously everything just kind of caved in there. So how did you pull yourself out of that or what in hindsight now, what what do you think led to the recovery? Well, I was actually given no choice but to remove myself from my business. Like the the doctor told my husband she needs to stop operating the business, which in retrospect, that wasn't necessarily the best thing. Mm-hmm. But um, the best thing for my recovery was actually losing my job because I went, I started going to networking groups in the area to build my own interior design business. And uh, I met a chiropractor who introduced me to the law of attraction, and I learned how important mindset was. I had gotten through 31 years without knowing anything about mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And was there anything in particular that kind of flipped the switch for you as far as the law of attraction goes and then how that related to what the next step was? Oh, my gosh, yes. So I didn't realize that I had the right to be happy regardless of what any what anybody else wants. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to take a step back, though. Is that because, I mean, were your parents shitty? I mean, like, were, was it, is this like a, a familial thing? Like, I mean, I'm trying to understand because you sure. shouldn't feel that way. So where do you think that stemmed from? I, my parents divorced when I was really young. Mm-hmm. And my, I married my ex-husband because I didn't want to be alone. I'm just being totally honest here, but I didn't realize the early warning signs that he was emotionally abusive. Mm -hmm. So I was cut off from my family. I was cut off from friends. If he didn't want me to have the car keys, he would take those away. If he didn't want me to have my cell phone, he would take that away. Mm. And I, to this day, cannot cook a dinner without burning it. And I don't have any problem admitting that, but just about uh, from my cooking to my cleaning to, to the way my hair looked, it was constantly like this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. And on that day that I met the chiropractor, I was like, holy cow, Mm -hmm. it does not need to be like this. So I was cooking dinner when he got home and he started right in on me and I looked at him and I smiled. (laughs) He says, why are you smiling? And I said, because you no longer have the right to decide if I'm happy or not. Nice. Good for you. So that was the beginning of the end of that. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, and just trying to put the pieces together here. So when you, so sleep, had it been an issue then throughout all of this? Did you start to take steps to correct the deprivation? Because I am a, like, I need my sleep. Like, I know if I don't get my seven solid, like, I'm just no good. There are some people who can operate on two or three or four and they do, they do just fine. Like me, Mm -hmm. seven solid or I'm no good. Like, I'm just... Yeah. So 
I'm trying to understand then. Did you did you transition into a better routine? Did you, like, law of attraction kicks in. You realize you're responsible for your own happiness. No one else can make you unhappy. Did, did that translate into improved sleep? Oh, I sleep sort of skipped and, over that, didn't I? Yeah, so I'm so just trying to understand when they, that. When, they, when I got out and, and they didn't give me any choice but to leave the business, my sleep, my my. My sleep. Let me try that again. Uh-huh. My sleep. Yeah, my sleep re- resumed. <laughs> so, um, if you don't mind me fast forwarding, though, I yeah. met my new husband and started business number two. And then we had three more kids that were total surprise to us. And I'm trying to grow the business. Wait, each Start, child was a surprise. Like started the, first the one. business and then got down to business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we had four miscarriages and decided, okay, we're done. Mm. I am not going through this agony again. I, I can't try anymore. So we decided we're done. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, I started my business because Dave was going back to school or he was going to school. And the day I gave my notice to my job that I was leaving to do my business full time or the week, I should say, that I gave my notice, we found out that we were pregnant with our now five-year-old. Mm. And then we said we were done, like officially with her. And I went to the doctor to make it official. And yeah, mm-hmm. they're like, well, you might want to wait because not only are you pregnant, you're pregnant with twins. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So back to the sleep deprivation. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. built in. Maybe because you were busy doing stuff instead of sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> so I slept really well until, you know, all of a sudden all these kids and started the business that I, I, I do love it. But I was challenged then because I was saying yes to everybody and everything. Mm-hmm. Except for myself. So I was going back to the same habits of staying up till 2, 3, 4 a.m., getting up at 6 or 7. And I was overextending myself, which I think if you're not careful, a lot of entrepreneurs can get into that same thing. We want everybody to be happy or we're afraid of where the next money is going to come from. And the next thing we know, like we're anxious, depressed, and possibly suicidal, which is where I wound up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, go ahead, Richie. I I was just thinking about this for a second and thinking, we all know Kelly's amazing at her job, but I just want to know if was she so forward thinking that she scheduled this show for sleep <laughs> deprivation right after the conference where we're all Still. a little know, sleep, right? de- yes. <laughs> sleep yeah. deprived. But oh, that's man. just a shout out to Kelly. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, right? And and I will say this, you know, that that sleep de- deprivation really can impact you in ways that you can't possibly imagine. I mean, I will say this. I, I didn't have my best moment uh, at the end of that new media summit. First, at the <laughs> end of our I kind of influence only mastermind, um, yeah, I, let's just say I didn't have one of my best moments with, uh, with that group of influencers. We won't go into detail around <laughs> that. Uh, hopefully I cleaned some of that up. We'll see. But then I, I followed that up literally a day later or two days later with another foot in the mouth and just not really thinking clearly on uh, on, a, on a particular subject, just coming from, why are you you're smirking, Mary? You're smirking at me. But coming from from more of a, of a lack, of a, of a scarcity mentality, which I had literally talked about three days earlier yeah. at the New Media Summit, but just being in that uh, just exhausted place, uh, there, was, there was absolutely no clarity in my thinking. And uh, mm. just just speak to that, Kim, in terms of how the lack of sleep affected your lack of clarity uh, in those moments, and, and how potentially it can impact people now. Oh my gosh! So I found that well, number one, the scarcity 
mindset was in full gear. The, it got worse the less I slept. And then my productivity also. It took me four times as long to get anything done because I had slept a quarter of what I needed to. Mm-hmm. So when I flipped that, I could think a lot clearer and I and I became able to say no to people. Like, no, I don't your project's not right for, t- for me or no, we can't work together anymore or even to my kids. No, I'm not being mom chauffeur for the 18th time today, you mm-hmm. know? And sometimes no is the best yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and honoring yourself by drawing boundaries. Mm-hmm. We don't have to be mean about it, but we just have to say no or maybe later. Right. Yeah. So how are you right now about your sleep? Are you still burning the midnight oil or... No, I feel bad saying that I got the best sleep that I've had in a long time at New Media Summit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, how many kids, how many of the 15 kids still live at home? All of them. All of them. Yeah, Yeah. of course, right? That's that's why Dave's like, "Eh, okay, yeah, okay. Come home. Yeah, all right. We're ready for you. Come (laughs) back. Come back. Yeah. Yeah. We actually had an argument this morning because he says, well, you got to get away last week. And I was like, wait a second. I may have slept. But that doesn't mean I wasn't running from the time I got up to the time I actually crashed on my bed. Yeah. So, but I am, I, even at home, I'm getting six hours seems to be my norm. Mm -hmm. I don't set an alarm anymore, period. But I'm, I wake up before the kids without an alarm and I go to bed when I'm tired. And I think that's, we need to stop pushing ourselves past that point of tired. When you can't think clearly, when you can't type without, a more or a higher than unusual or higher than normal typo count, then it's time to just close it up and go to bed. Yeah. So, I mean, to, to that end, it's like the cart and the horse. Some of the exhaustion that the entrepreneurs that I know face is because, well, they don't really know what to focus on for one. And for two, they don't have automated systems that allow them to work more efficiently, more effectively, and so on. So they're really just literally trying to do it all, kind of running around with the you know head with the chicken cut out like ah, you know, just don't again, don't have some of these systems in place. And so I would think that a lot of that translates into stress and anxiety. And if you try to sleep with a stressed or anxiety-filled mind, I mean, that's got to be super hard. I mean, I can certainly speak to that. And no meditation or picturing colors of the rainbow or counting sheep or whatever your um, <laughs> your, your strategy of choice is, is going to get you through that. So what what are some tips that you can offer as it relates then to the the systems and automation and focus so that we can ease some of the the burdens and the stressors that that hit so many entrepreneurs that you work with so the first one would be to use zapier z a p i e r if you're not already because there are so many even if you don't pay for an account if you get a free account there's so many automations that you could set up behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like an email comes in from this person, do this, or somebody schedules an appointment, do this. You know, there, it's it's virtually endless what you can do mm-hmm. with just a free account. So, so stop give, trying to do it all yourself. All right, so give, give us a, a concrete example then of what that would look like because you do a lot of the tech stuff for 
uh, for us here in, in Steve Olsher land. So just give us uh, an understanding of, of what a couple of those automated tasks are that you've put into place. Sure. So I have a Slack community um, for my for my community, and when somebody purchases, they get added to the community without me having to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, where where do you do that? Then you have to. Isn't that typically like you have to tie like Infusionsoft to your shopping cart or ClickFunnels to your blog? Like what? What are the things like? How does that trigger? What 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 does that look like? What do what do you tie to what to make that happen? Yeah, so I just told Zapier that when somebody purchases purchases this, the membership, to add them to this channel on Slack. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when they purchase this membership from my Infusionsoft account, so I had to sync those two up, then to add them to this Slack channel, and so I had to you know integrate set up that integration between Slack and Zapier as well. But I've even had, uh, here's another great example, when you have, too many of us use our inbox as our filing cabinet or our task sure, list. Sure, So I use Gmail um, or GBiz or whatever it's called. And when I, if I star something, I can have it actually add it to my teamwork as a task. And then I can, and it will just be in there so I know I have to take care of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's interesting. And so, on your show, positive productivity. And what what's your tagline for that? You don't have to what to what. What is it? Positive productivity is not about perfection. That's what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh huh. A little more straightforward than you don't have to what to what. So that was uh yeah exactly. So so to to that end, like if somebody just wanted to start with streamlining some of the 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 day to day tasks, like where. And again, it's all. I know we're kind of doing a roundabout approach here to to sleep deprivation, especially as it relates to entrepreneurs. But again, it just so much of this ties to stress and just overwhelm. So, if you had to chalk up in your experience, like this is this is the one thing, or this is the the two or three things that you see so many entrepreneurs struggling with that they can automate out or. Just, just make it so much easier to handle those tasks. What, what would be like uh, the top one or two things uh, on that list that you could see entrepreneurs automating out in in a much better way? Online scheduling, number one. So, what does that look like? I don't want like? to be uh, signing up for a time trade or appointment core, or I think you use Acuity or, you know, Calendly, just signing up for an online scheduler so that people can make appointments with you so that you don't need to go through 15 emails. Because that's like the, hey, Kim, let's let's find a time to chat. And are you available Tuesday at at 6 p.m.? No, I'm not. Mm, Am I available this day? And then you realize, wait a minute, are you talking... Eastern time or central time or right. you got daylight savings and, you know, all these things in Arizona with mountain time that changes but doesn't change. And it's like so so just something as simple as as that of putting your schedule onto like a Calendly, which is what we use. That's C-A-L-N-D-L-Y, I think. Um, Dot L-Y. Oh, is it? Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Richie. Uh, and so that that's what you're talking about, though, yeah? Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay. And what what else are you seeing sort of in that top list of things that can be automated just to make our lives easier, less stress, less anxiety? What what else? 
this is a little bit more complicated, but it's so necessary is billing automation and whatever software that you're using. Mm -hmm. Because I've seen so many clients who have membership programs or I have actually signed up for programs where like my kid put my credit card into the heating duct. So I had to cancel (laughs) that card and get a new one. It's happened. And I never got a notification that my charge canceled. I've got so many recurring subscriptions and I never knew. You know, I just never realized it, but they didn't either because they hadn't just set up simple billing automation. And mm-hmm. it, it is simple for me, but it's not necessarily simple for everyone. But if you get that type of alert set up, hey, so-and-so's charging go through, reach mm-hmm. out to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that can make you and save you thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars every year. It's It's – to some extent, I mean, especially if you have any sort of recurring revenue, like let's just say you do a, a multi-pay option where somebody pays in three installments or six installments or something of that nature, trying to remember, especially if you sell things in any sort of evergreen fashion where somebody might buy something on the first of the month, somebody might buy something on the eighth of the month. I mean, you just – if you're selling things on a consistent basis, that's got to be almost impossible to to take care of. So I think we – so we do that. So Infusionsoft is our CRM, or now it's called Keep, or whatever the hell they changed their name to. I don't know why. Um, but the uh, that that system, I think, handles all that. But Infusionsoft is expensive. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and, and say that it's not a big investment. So if somebody doesn't have that sort of uh, of CRM, how can they do multi? Because like I know PayPal doesn't do it. Like if somebody pays you through PayPal and you do a multi-pay, like PayPal won't do automated monthly or quarterly or whatever billings that you have will it like what do you recommend people do because i I didn't think paypal did that they will but you have to pay a premium to paypal to have that so what i actually recommend is stripe or getting your own credit card processor account or merchant account through Mm -hmm. something like Mm authorized.net but stripe i do believe handles recurring payments and you don't have to pay them for that feature Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm what do you think, Rich? Well, I was just going to say that for those out there that the reason why that didn't happen a lot is from PCI. Payment, what do you it's, mean? It's payment card. It's basically security purposes. They do, it's super important that those cards are protected. So you're right? like holding the credit card information Yeah, I mean that's file. the main thing. You're holding it on file and it's so there's like passcode protection encrypted and all that stuff. So it's not just like they don't want to do it. It's – it's a big process because they want to make sure, especially imagine Amazon, if someone could just hack into a billion credit cards on file. Right. You know, it's, it's a, right. So it's not just for convenience. It's literally because of security. They're trying to make sure it's protected. Yeah. So what did you say? You said Stripe, Kim? Yeah, Stripe. So what? what is Stripe? Stripe is, I would have to say, and Richie, I'd love your opinion on this, but a big competitor to PayPal. And Oh, for sure. It, yeah, yeah, and um, you can use it with systems like Infusionsoft, but a lot of people are using it now to integrate with their landing pages because, mm-hmm. I mean, Lead Pages, for example, only integrates with Stripe if you want to process charges directly through Lead Pages, if mm-hmm. that's your landing page software. Mm-hmm. But they have, you know, the nice little reader that you can take out to events and sell stuff, just like PayPal does. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, interesting. So. I know we use ClickFunnels quite a bit for our pages and, and integrations are tied to a bunch of different things as well. But my, my understanding is 
Stripe and ClickFunnels actually integrate really well. I think that's one of their main like go-to um, vendors for processing. So if you need to build pages and, and sales pages and landing pages and have it all integrate and so on, then you need a credit card processor. And even if you offer monthly payments, that ClickFunnels to Stripe uh, integration can work really, really well. And if you guys don't have ClickFunnels or you want to check it out, we actually do have uh, a really good uh, trial opportunity there for ClickFunnels. So you can dig in and see what that's like for building those pages and then integrate it with Stripe and so on. But just go to reinventionradio.com slash ClickFunnels. So reinventionradio.com slash ClickFunnels. And that will always bring you to whatever their best deal is on ClickFunnels on an ongoing basis. So uh, are, are you a fan, by the way, of ClickFunnels, uh, Kim? What, what's your? Because I know you do a lot of work for us in that uh, in that particular what do we call it? Software? I guess it's software. Software is a service, right? So yes, what, what, what's your take on ClickFunnels nowadays? I really haven't had any more exposure than you. i got to mm-hmm. be totally honest because a lot of the automation that ClickFunnels can do when you get to the higher level program, I've already been doing in Infusionsoft. Yeah. So I never really had to dig into it that yeah. much. Yeah. No, no, I totally get that. So Obviously, we're talking about automation and, and just ways to make the entrepreneur's life easier and, and try to get some of the sleep stuff under control. So now you're getting six solid, even with the two. The, so the youngest are four right now? The youngest are four, and then the next one is five. Okay. Yeah. So you're almost out of the woods. Almost, right? I mean, it's... Out of it, diapers, at least. That's all that matters to me. Isn't that a trip? To Let's be able talk to, leave? To, to Mary, who has teenagers. When is there ever a time you oh, get right. out of the woods? It depends on what woods. that means. What do you mean well, by out of the woods first? <laughs> from, a sleep, from a sleep perspective. Uh, yeah, In I terms think of being able to sleep through the night. Seven to nine range, the girls were like finding their own. I, I still made them food and mm-hmm. meals and things like that. And Wait, after nine, you stopped making them food? No, I mean, I still do. I was like, man, I got to learn from Mary. They just <laughs> seem to be able to go in their room and pick up a book or mm-hmm. play with something. And But when they're four and five, you're like, it's too quiet. Where are they? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally get that. So so what what – if you had advice here, we're, you know we got I don't know a handful of minutes left in the in the show here, so I just want to make sure we get this covered. But what advice do you have then for entrepreneurs having been on the different sides of the coin? I mean, obviously with the the full on breakdown and and quitting one career and now going into a completely different career. I mean, you've you've reinvented your life on on so many different occasions. What what advice then, if you had any? And, and actually, you know what's interesting too is you you just made a public declaration, and since you made a public declaration, then I don't have any problem calling you out on it here. But just saying, okay. you know, but just saying, your weight has gotten a little bit out of control, and you, you want to go ahead and, and reel that back in. Is that all tied together here in terms of what you would recommend to the entrepreneur to to get things under control and and get that sleep back uh, in in sort of normalcy land? What what do you recommend? Well, I think we have to really take a step back and see what we should be doing, what we want to be doing, and what we can just let go. Because things like cleaning out our inbox, maybe we can get a, a VA, if not in the States, you know. If you can't afford one in the States, go overseas. Mm-hmm. You can get one for $3 an hour. But let those, well, just like you were saying at New Media Summit, stop stepping over dollars to get the dimes. Mm-hmm. Cleaning our inbox should not be the top of our priority list. And I mean, social media scheduling, there's so many things in our business that if we just let them go, that we would have time to focus on the important things and then we can get out. Mm-hmm. You know, we can go home if we're not already working in our home. Mm-hmm. And that's got to be pretty fulfilling then, too, to let go of some of those 
tasks where you can then operate more in that in that zone of genius. Uh, but but it's hard, you know. I mean, it's 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 sort of like the the mentality of the the wealthy invest money to save time, right? Mm-hmm. And those who struggle financially will save money but give up their time, right? Like it's just kind of that, that catch-22. So how, how do you recommend people reconcile the, those two issues? You need to look at how much time or how much your time is worth and what it would cost you to delegate out. And mm-hmm. can I share my quick podcast editing story? I would love that. Do we have a minute? So in no uh, August, September, October of 2017, or right right after the new media, the first new media summit, I was editing all my own shows, and at that point, it was every single day of the week. Mm-hmm. So I realized at the end of the month that I had spent something like 70, 75 hours on my all the show production, and. I mean, I'm not going to put it out there what I charge, but you know what I charge. And looking at three months worth of that, I didn't want to spend $300 a month to have somebody else take care of it for me. Yeah. But in the end, I ended up costing myself somewhere between twenty dollars and $30,000 mm-hmm. of billable time. Mm-hmm. So when you start looking at how much could I be billing to my clients or how much could I be producing, even just content-wise, versus how much will it cost you – send this out it's it's not really a cost it's an investment because it's an investment in you when you start getting those things off your plate yeah you know and it's interesting too speaking of which talk about putting your money where your mouth is i mean you you actually even though we position you as an icon of influence which you are at the new media summit you really looked at things objectively um at the second new media summit and and said, hey, you know, I'm willing to to take a step back here and take myself off of this, you know, pedestal, so to speak, and, and get some help here. And you ended up actually enrolling in our Icon Maker year long program. Will you will you just share briefly about your experience with your house and what happened there and why you said yes to it and, and what's happened since? Oh my, yeah. So. The day before I was supposed to check out of the hotel at the second new media summit, I didn't know how I was going to pay the bill. Mm-hmm. And when we were sitting in the mastermind, you asked all the icons around the room to raise their hand if they had seen a six-figure increase in their business. I don't know if you, if Richie and Mary, if you remember this, but everybody in the room, except for I think two of us, raised our, raised their hands. And I just felt my stomach drop. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't let this go for another six months. Mm -hmm. So I signed up and before things really started turning around, just a couple weeks later, we were within one day of losing the house that we had been renting to own for four years Mm -hmm. because I had let, it's not that my business didn't move ahead. It actually went backwards. So got the coaching I need. And I I didn't say needed, I say need because I'm still in icon maker Mm -hmm. and have been focusing on one thing. Well, doing my best. Kelly's probably laughing hearing that. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my best to focus on one thing. I do have chronic idea disorder. But we bought the house. Uh, my husband quit his job and is now focusing on his dream full time. And just so many amazing things have happened because I'm finally investing in me and not trying to go at it alone. Yeah. Yeah, and I appreciate you sharing that and being vulner- vulnerable enough to 
well, not only, of course, to admit that you need help, but to share the story of that. I mean, again, just in case you guys missed that. So she was within one day of, of literally being evicted from the house that they were renting to being able to buy that same house that they were in. So just a, a pretty amazing turn. And we're super proud of you and super happy for you that things have uh, have really turned the corner and uh, and you're sleeping good at night. Any any mm-hmm. last uh, words of advice there for the solopreneur or the entrepreneur or the small business owner who's really trying to figure out what the next step might be and how to gain a little bit more control of things so that they can sleep as good as you are at night all s- six hours now? <laughs> yeah, so I would say the first, like the, these go together, turn off your devices an hour before bed and read or journal because like you were saying, Steve, sometimes you can't let it all out of your mind, but if you can journal it out, that might help you sleep better. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, great advice. All right, Kim, great chatting with you here on Reinvention Radio. If people want more information about you, where where's the best place for them to start? Sure, it's the best place is thekimsutton.com. Thekimsutton.com. Really good, my friend. All right, appreciate you. Appreciate everything that you do for us and so glad that you are part of the Steve Olsher family, the New Media Summit family, now the Reinvention Radio family, and yeah, just so many more amazing things to come for you. We'll see you in September in San Diego for the next New Media Summit, yeah? You'll be there? Yes, definitely. Of course you will. All right, very, very good. All right, thekimsutton.com. You can check out everything that she's doing there, and we will talk to you guys really, really soon here on Reinvention Radio for Mary Goulet and Richie Ote, White Wade, and Kelly Pucker holding it down back at headquarters. I'm Steve Olsher. We'll talk to you guys next time here on Reinvention Radio. Take care. Attention coaches, authors, speakers, and business owners. Please pay close attention to what I'm about to say if you want to secure massive visibility fast and generate thousands of highly qualified leads without spending a dime on advertising or marketing. The easiest way to make this happen is to appear as a guest on the world's most popular podcast. We recently came across an awesome resource that provides detailed contact information for 240 new media influencers who are looking for guests just like you. It's called The Ultimate Directory, and for a limited time, you can get the preview edition of the directory absolutely free. That's right, for free. It's time for you to get the visibility you and your business deserve and connect with the world's leading icons of influence who can make you famous with the push of a button. Get your free preview edition of The Ultimate Directory right now at www.myultimatedirectory.com. That's myultimatedirectory.com.